Hey, what's going on? It is episode 215 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Did you say, what did you say, what episode? 215. And you're back. Mm-hmm. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> well. You know how people take a staycation? Yeah. Do they have a term for, okay, you go on vacation, but you don't go anywhere, so they call it like a cute staycation. Do they have a term for like where you die inside, but you're still alive? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What, what about like when you lose your mind, but you don't really go anywhere? How about a mental breakdown? No, that's stupid. Erase all of that. No, I don't know. I don't know. No, I didn't have a breakdown. It's been busy, man. It's been busy. I work weird shift work at the plant. That's what it... I, I wanted to ask you. I saw that... <laughs> this is... I've been waiting to ask you about this. Oh, good. I saw that you received an award from the plant manager. Uh-huh. And yeah. several oh, yeah. other employees at the plant also received yeah. uh, other great awards. I got and so best, anyway, best dog on your camera. personal uh, social media, face on your personal Facebook page, See. you posted a picture of you accepting an award <laughs> uh, from the uh, GM of the company. Yeah. And you were wearing a... Everyone else is wearing a suit and tie. I always advertise, brother. I'm you were my wearing head. old jeans... And no, they weren't that old. Well, they were distressed. And a hooded sweatshirt. That's how you accept an award? I got to know the origin of this. Uh, well, so there's probably yeah. 10 other pictures, and those are all other employees that received other prestigious awards mm-hmm. and dressed what I... Maybe I go. Maybe I'm a little crazy, but I think, you know, when you're getting an award, a suit and tie. I was really excited. Well, no, I don't have to have a suit and tie, but... I was really excited that my friend Dave also got an award, and he actually um, looked slightly worse than me. He didn't even comb his hair. So I was like, well, that's cool. I, I got somebody else. No regrets on that? No. No regrets. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I, well, I didn't. Were you in the back, like, stocking cases or something? And they I, go, hey, you know what? We forgot there was one other award. <sighs> Let's blow this off, and, and it came yeah. as a surprise. Were, were you given no notice? They scratched out someone else's name, and they put for best uh, uh, dog food canner in our entire plant, and then they put my name in there with a sharpie over it. No, I knew I was getting an award. Um, I knew a couple days prior, and I wasn't working. I came in just to get the award, and to say hi to some new guys that were getting on, and gals, and. Uh, I didn't know anyone was going to take pictures. Yeah, but I thought either way, just if, going if the to... GM is going to hand you an award, I mean, don't you... It's not suit-worthy. People just, like, put on your work uniform is fine or whatever. But I was like, hey, I'm just here. I'll just get this award. I'll just say hi. I didn't know it was going to be like... Well, then when you looked around, were you like, ooh? I didn't realize the press was going to be there. <laughs> so when I saw, like, professional photographer, I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't. They've already seen me, so I couldn't turn around. You couldn't, like, have a freak accident or anything? I was just like, hey man, I wanted to uh I wanted to accept this award on behalf of the everyman. So you did that. Uh for me when I saw the picture, <laughs> I was like and I guarantee we're we're not on the same page on this, but that is one of my worst nightmares. It's almost like the nightmare where you wake up and you're naked in front of the class. Mm. Like where you're ill prepared or you are completely out of sync with whatever you- I would have felt douchey wearing a suit. It wasn't that big of an award. How about a tie? How about a collared shirt? Um, yeah, that would have been appropriate. That would have been slacks, appropriate. Dockers, a slacks. What am I? What am I? I don't know. But tapered sweatpants and a hooded sweatshirt. I don't know. Was I wearing sweats? <laughs> no, you weren't. However, I wanted to say that to see if maybe if you were. You're just like I. It's very possible. I yeah, if that's what I had on. But again, you're like. meeting new. You're representing the old guard, meeting new people. That first. I literally man. just thought they were just gonna be like, "Hey, man, like we're putting your name on this wall, and good job." Yeah, that I agree. <laughs> if that's the case, dude, it's it's even it's, when people go to Hollywood and they put their finger, their handprints mm-hmm. in the in the, uh, the the cement. Yeah, they're dressed up when they do it. And they're probably going to ruin their clothes. I wanted to let losers everywhere know you too can also accept an award. Like and your last, just because. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the good thing is, it was awkward receiving an award, and I won't have to do it again. That's 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 a <laughs> nice thing. I know. I I uh, I really didn't know people were going to take photos. I probably should have worn a bet award. Has anyone at your company ever been given an award in the past? It's a new program. Has anyone in the company ever been given an award in the past? Yes. 
And have you ever seen pictures of those people receiving their awards? Uh, no. I would assume they would do it in their work uniform. Okay. That would be the normal thing to do. Uh, but I wasn't about to put my work uniform on just to receive yeah. an award. I don't know. There was like 10 pictures and like one person was in a uniform. The rest of people were in, you know, shirt and tie. Those were brand new hires, which I, I wore a shirt and tie when I got hired. Because that's the way you Yeah, I mean, hired. I feel like the newest guy at the place is going to wear a shirt and tie shirt. No, when you get yeah. hired, you wear a suit and tie. You don't do it again until. You don't do it again. Nobody does. I do. Well, if I was to receive an award, I would wear a shirt and tie. Dude, it wasn't All like a time. banquet. It wasn't like a gala. I will never be giving you an award if that's your attitude. I that's would, for sure. I would. Lo- what if it was like, hey, most casually dressed employee? <laughs> I of would the month. still, if I was going to accept an award, I'd dress nicer and I'd be like, hey, I'm, you know, because I'm getting an award, it's an award ceremony. If I get another one, I promise you, I'm going to dress worse. I feel like I'm going to wear pajama pants. To I want one. to figure out a way to stick you in People magazine. <laughs> if I put a red carpet underneath you yeah. for worse dressed, you know, like have they have the. Uh, I almost did that. I almost made. I'm going to wear a... fuzzy pajama pants with Tabasco hot sauce logos on them mm-hmm. when I receive my next one. All right, you do that. I I'd be like, you can't say no to like I, I, I'm doing such an excellent job that you have to give me this award or else or else you know shame on you. And I want to take a photo wearing this worst clothing I can. Well, to make you feel better, I made this list a couple weeks back when uh, I had run out of CBD oil. <laughs> and I, I forgot w- I got an award. I went crazy uh, for that. I went, actually, when I say crazy, I went back to normal. And um, You ran out of oil and now you're back? Well, just uh, an example is I, I raged out on Easter because uh, I went to my father-in-law's house. Then I had to go to my side's party. Okay. And in between, in commuting from my father-in-law's neighborhood to my cousin's house, I noticed that a lot of people, it was a beautiful day on Easter Sunday, and a lot of people were out doing the um, the picnic thing in their front yards and, you know, hanging out and playing catch and, and, and all these things. And it caught, what caught my attention was one of my father-in-law's neighbors a couple of blocks away was mowing the lawn. It was like, I don't know, like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. Mowing the lawn without his shirt on between two other houses that were enjoying Easter Sunday. <laughs> and I, 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 I raged out. I was just like, I was really upset about the whole thing. And my wife's like, I don't understand. And then when I got to my cousin's house, I was bringing it up to everyone and, 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 and trying to find a, a like-minded uh, person. And everybody else was just kind of like, hey, man, maybe, maybe it's the only time the guy had to mow his lawn. Maybe he worked shift work. And I'm like... Why does it mean he has to take his shirt off? Well, I mean, I guess that 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 it does. He didn't have to take his shirt off. He's Which just part a, bothered you, the mowing or the shirt? The fact that if it's Easter Sunday, okay. and I, I, again, not not I don't even celebrate the holiday. Yeah. But the fact that it's a beautiful day and people—that's one of those days that people have parties. It'd be like if your two neighbors were having high school graduation parties on either side of you, and you decided to like weed whack and and uh, start dropping mm. sod down. I think it's I think it's especially courteous to not do so, but I don't think it's weird to do so. You know what I mean? I don't think it's weird to do so either because it's just the way of the world. It's really, now, it's, it would ever. be nice to have the the wherewithal to be like, oh, you guys are having parties, I want to do this. But what if your yard looks like garbage and you don't you don't want your yard to look like garbage while people are having a party? I get it's it's too late. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like, I I feel like you get up you get up first thing in the nine o'clock in the morning that morning and you you take care of business if, if that's the only time you can. But again, I'm always met by all these other people that go like, yeah, w- what world do you live in? Like, hey, it's not that guy's problem. He's clearly not having the party, and maybe maybe he, maybe he's invited to the neighbor's house and he's going to go over, but first he has to cut the lawn. And I'm just I, I just feel like people just don't don't respect. How did you get this like sense of? Uh courtesy instilled in, in you i don't know it's a good question it's a real good question but this it, it really sh- i really went back to that old mindset where i was like i couldn't let it go and everyone i ran into i was like what do you think about this let me throw this scenario at you nobody and, seemed to care really i mean people were like what you're saying where it's like yeah it's kind of inconsiderate but like you know i mean you don't know his story everybody I don't has think their, you know, walk a mile in that guy's well, shoes. how much would it bother your party if some guy's mowing you know? I mean, if you're mowing the backyard and you have a fence and I can't see you, it's one thing. I don't even care about the shirt off. I'm just talking That's about the like, part that bothers me the like most. people are playing catch and you're be and, and and they, the ball might roll into your front yard and you have, they have to stop or you have to stop to kick it out of the way of your mower. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were thinking of see, 
I thought first the shirt thing bothered you, and then, no. then maybe that the just no- that then was the just noise. the tip of the iceberg, like the noise of the mower, perhaps. It's just the whole thing. It's like you're sweaty, you're you're you're, you're bagging up sweat in your yard. You're, you're bagging up uh, grass clippings. <laughs> Okay. Am, am I, yeah, I think actually I'm starting to think like it's not so bad that this guy's mowing. Well, because all the parts that would bother me aren't the parts that are really standing out to you. <laughs> you know, so I just uh, I I just started. You know how when it, when like a comedian will, uh, there'll be a podcast with a comedian and he'll go like yeah, I really want to stop drinking, but I have this other issue where I'm afraid to stop drinking because I feel like I won't be creative or funny anymore or whatnot. Yeah, and so I. I have the same thing with CBD oil where I'm like, I definitely notice a difference. And, and the only thing I know, this is the the major thing I notice is the the anxiety and not just anxiety, but like just, and I don't even want to call it rage, but just the stuff that sets me off is, you know, just the littlest thing. Your uh, patience. I have none. Yeah, I have none. With CBD, I have, you have. I have an immense amount of patience. And it's, it's not that enjoyable being patient and being calm. And that's the thing is I <clears throat> sort of enjoyed being you gotta upset keep about the, You got to keep chasing the dragon or <laughs> you'll lose your edge. I sort of enjoyed being upset about this because I was like, I'm right here. Sometimes, I'm right. I'll find somebody that agrees with me. Sometimes I feel that way about sleep. I go, I know I'd feel better if I got a good night's sleep. Like if I slept eight hours and mm-hmm. stuff. And then I'll keep sleeping like four hours a night. And I'm like, why don't you get that sleep? And I'll stay up and watch TV or something. He's like, no, I think I like, it gives me something to complain about. I like going like, well, I don't sleep at all. Boy, I'm really tired. And I can act a little loopy. I agree. And you know what? Uh, front end, only guys do this. I was at uh, a restaurant the other day. I dropped the kids and the wife off at the front door, went around the side of the building to park. And you, you head in park. There's just no reason. The only time you do a pull through is if there's no car in front of you and there's another lane where you could just pull in, that way you could pull out. But unless you're driving an emergency vehicle, there's never a reason to, or you're a lo- go at a loading dock, there's never a reason in an industrial or commercial parking lot for a business, you know, whether it be a restaurant or whatever, to back in. I hear you, you have to do a, a sixteen-point turn. You're 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 trying to show people your driving prowess or what? I, I don't get it. Huh. But only guys do this. And it's usually oh, it's 100% a guy 50 thing. year, you, a lot of times you see it's like 50 years older, older. Well, I think I don't know what that is. they got it down. But what is the point? To get out smoother? But but okay, but you're not getting in smoother though. <sighs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, I've heard so, people so, say this a lot about like never, never uh, back up into a spot or, or people will say like cops are always the ones who back into spots. Um but there's a reason for that. I'll be honest. I just don't like... The reason cops back into spots both. is so you can take off in a hurry. Yeah, but off-duty. Because It doesn't matter. It's conditioning. Right, right. So I get that. That makes... that makes Okay, so if somebody said to me, hey, listen, I'm a cop, then I'd be like, okay, I get it. It's still stupid, okay. but I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I... Like, like, settle down, Tackleberry. You're going to have to do the three-point thing anyways. Yeah, Okay, I get I get that, but it's like it's six of one, half a dozen of the other to me. I, I don't care. Who are Do the, it now or later. who are these people? <laughs> uh, well, okay, maybe you are but, you a pull in or a back in? Uh, I'm a hundred percent ambidextrous. I, I can do. Either, I know so. you can do both. I do both, but left to your normal everyday, what are you doing? Alan? I rarely make a conscious effort to back in. Rarely. The only time I the. I do the pull through so I can pull out, but I won't do a back in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? If I miss the spot, rather than when I back up, I'll just yeah. back into it sometimes. Yeah. I rarely intentionally go, here, let me back up because in case I need to, in case I need to get a, uh, a heart out. You know what I mean? I just don't care. When is that going to happen? It's not going to. So are you with me on this or not? Is This is another thing I'm just completely obsessed I'll with. I'll tell you, um... I want to stop every person and go like, "Why are we doing this? What is the point of this?" Maybe, uh, maybe I need the oil to make it bother me, but I just don't. Um, no, it, that's makes me fine. not bother. I know, but maybe it'll work oh. opposite on me. I don't know. My dad used to do the thing where he would park all the way at the end of the parking lot, like way out yeah, in the distance. That's silly too. Unless and you have a nice car, and then he would get okay that he did, but then it would be. 
then he, he had a change of heart when he's like, well, if it's really windy out, you can't do that because then the shopping cart picks up steam when people leave it out there. <laughs> and if gonna... you're the only car out yeah. there, it has nothing else to to bump into. And, you know, the shopping cart, the wind will blow it all the way across the lot. It'll be at maximum speed by the time it hits It's going to barrel across the parking lot and get it. <laughs> right. That would be rare, too. Yeah. No, I, I hate to not yes and, but... uh. Neither one of those, neither one of those things really <laughs> move the needle. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. Like a lot of things bug me, dude. A ton. I have long lists of things that bother me. I mean, dude, video games, comic book shit, <laughs> just in general, video games. Ton of yeah, tons and tons of things bother me. But oddly enough, like how people park, unless they're a pig parker, which we've covered. Mm. If you're taking up two spaces, I have a special spot in hell for you. But other than that, um, because it's on you. It does. It does. It. It doesn't affect me one way or the other. You can do a 75-point turn into your lane. Just so, leave me out of it. So this is where I come out on this. I agree with you. It doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. However, I I, I kind of almost like uh, Sam in Quantum Leap. I feel like in my biggest nightmare for me, it would be like Ricky Gervais figured out a way to leap me from person to person into people I hate. And live a day in their shoes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you know, as as a TV show concept, somehow, some way, like I would, ought, I would be leapt into a guy that does all the the you know all those things that I hate. What if like you got you leapt into somebody and like you had a man bun and tapered sweatpants and you were backing up into a spot? Then you looked in your room mirror and you went, "Oh boy, <laughs> exactly." <laughs> I I had you to look go- like you look like uh, uh, Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> just a vest on, no shirt. Yeah. I walked into a business the other day, and I saw a guy being very businesslike with a top knot. And I said to the person that was with me, without breaking stride, I hope that fucker has a samurai sword. You know, there's just <laughs> no other no other excuse. If he yeah. did, then, then, then we're good. But 100% good at that point. Yeah, I, I don't get that. Again, that I don't know that I want the CBD oil to take that away. Well, I enjoy that. Without the struggle, what do you got? Yeah, that's 100% <laughs> where I come out on the whole CBD thing. It's like you you can all with with so much silence, it's like oh, what man. what joy is there? All this trying to attain peace turns out we don't want it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You're not uh you're you're not wrong. Who else would you hate to leap into? What other kind of person or Don't like- just say me. <laughs> you know, like, like who, like who else would be like if you got leapt into it? and You're like, dude, I have to write this ship. Um, like a kind of person, or yeah. you, like a specific, you like a specific celebrity, yeah, or like your, like your brother-in-law Steve. Yeah, and then you leapt into his body when you just jump off a cliff, or yeah, yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> I would leave him worse off. What? What if all you, all jokes? What if you leapt into like? What if you leapt into just like one of these like um, protesters in Seattle when they were doing that Occupy Wall Street? Like you just leapt into like a dreadlocked. Yes, in a drum circle with one of the rain stick that moves up and down. You leapt into a guy. I'm at a Bernie rally. (laughs) You leapt into a guy at a Bernie rally who's got a a didgeridoo and won't stop talking about how pot should be legal. (laughs) Mr. Van Driesen from Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's my ideal leap. Is I mean, that the guy who wrote the song Lesbian Seagull? I don't know. Wayne yeah. Siegel? I, somebody. <laughs> I want to fact check. Was that the singer or that was that the teacher that was sort of effeminate or whatever? He, he wore the peace symbol. He was the, the hippie teacher. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he did write the song Lesbian <laughs> Seagull. Okay. We know. have a couple of listeners that would check that out for sure. Um, yeah. I, good song. I don't think there's anyone I would be able to leap into. The only the only people I would I would want to leap into or probably my, my sister anyone else i think it'd be a problem hmm. that'd be a, that'd be the only parallel leap i could make not even my brother i think you would benefit to leap into somebody who just didn't care about stuff i would like, benefit yeah like you know like how, lebowski like, like how you stay up at night writing lists and you like <laughs> if you're gonna go to a cubs game like you plan a week ahead like yeah. how you're gonna get there and what your escape route's gonna be <laughs> and how you're gonna back into your spot mm-hmm. i want you to leap into a guy who's just like eh, we'll, we'll get there when we get there but just i would ruin his wife. life just leap into your wife <laughs> i would ruin his life it doesn't work like that because i would still be taking my 
Somebody else would have to leap into my world. But you'd have to, um, like, write whatever wrong he did. Yeah, I right. would go and create, make him more like myself. You'd make him, like, more responsible, and <laughs> yes. then, like, everybody would be like, hey, like, after you leapt out of his body, it would be like, there's been a lot of positive Dude, changes in you. Let me tell you something. I don't want to be this way. I, I know that. <laughs> I know that about myself. But, and th- this brings me to a great point. You, you know what makes people very uncomfortable? I've realized the one thing that makes people more uncomfortable than anything is not drinking. I, I, I have gone out of my way now to, to, and when I say go out of my way, I go out of my way to not have fun. That's my thing. And in that, uh, because like I told you before, I will not even, if I can help it, I won't even have a half of a drink or a sniff of a drink if I have to drive my wife around or, you know, anything like that. And I always have to. So, I, I I went to a wedding recently and everybody's like, come on, what can I what can I get yeah, you at the wh- bar? Why? What can I what can I get you? And if you say no, they lose their fucking mind. It's the worst. They lose their it's mind. It's the worst. I hate when people don't drink. I was out I was out uh, my neighbors we play like uh, this thing called can jam. It's kinda like horseshoes. Like high lie? It's it's a yard game. And everybody gets so they're like, Well, part of the game is you have to you can only use one hand. So part of the game is you're supposed to have like a beer in is your hand. Is it a frisbee game? Yeah. Is yeah. it where you throw frisbees between two sticks? You throw frisbees between like two fifty-five gallon drums. Okay, we play it with two orange reflective sticks, and you put a solo cup upside down on each stick, and you try to get it between the. Things. It's kind of like that's that. fun. But, yeah, you gotta have a beer in your hand but either, or something. But so I hold a bottle of water, and it, the people the people <laughs> lose the their minds. You're never playing high light at my house. So, I, I I just cannot wrap my mind around why somebody wouldn't. Why do you care if I drink or not? Because you, we, this is perfect for me and you. Because like we're here to relax, we're letting our hair down. You know what I mean. And if you don't let your hair down, you know what it means. It means you're judging me. And if you're judging me, I can't relax. For, for like for example, that's if me a, and you were to go down. to a a show, mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna go catch a concert. We're gonna, I would we're probably off Broadway play. I, I, I would probably not drink, or maybe at the most have one beer. I am not drinking, and you would have many. <laughs> Uh-huh. And you would be bothered by the fact that I wasn't drinking. However, it affects you I, I don't, not at all. It's a shared experience. I want us both to be stupid. Yeah, but what if I want us both to be not stupid? I, I'm not down for that. But why should I suffer? <laughs> I'm not participating. So, so this is exactly what I wanted to get with this conversation because I feel like... Because you're going, I'm going to stay the course. And but I'm, I'm to- fine with that. I enjoy being able... Listen. I didn't come out to not relax. I like to communicate. I like to talk. I like to tell stories. I mm-hmm. like to... M- Make people laugh. I do too. And and I, like be entertaining. I like them to be long and not get to the I point. Find drunk. You, I find you less entertaining the drunker you get. Mm-hmm. So for oh, me, me personally, yeah, you. Yeah, well, you're listening but, incorrectly. But, but when I when I'm around, you know how it is. Are you talking you, about the episode that you deleted? Or no, you didn't delete it. You <laughs> no, still I have still it have it. <laughs> uh, when I when I communicate, like if you're out and your people are drinking, the drunker people get, the more annoying they get. Let me tell it's you just, something. It's just complete and utter. Nonsense. I, I don't. I, if you're not drinking. Yes. If people drink too much, they're no good. They're no fun. However, I will tell you right now, I got a sweet spot, boy. I got a sweet spot about three beers in. Sweet for you. For everybody in the room. Okay. Everybody in the room. They all get to enjoy it. Three craft beers in, I am at the apex of my hilarity. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, now four, I start to stutter and forget stuff a little bit. Five, I've repeated my stories too many times. Six, who is this guy? Seven, Ben's the worst. Fuck that dude. What about when you drink an entire pint of small batch bourbon prior to podcasting? Did I drink whiskey before also? I don't know. Oh, no, really? I drank beer on the way here. Yes. Or well, before, somewhere else before and then you drove here. responsibly. Yeah. I had uh, some beer and then I came here and then I drank a pint of whiskey. Right. Which... A little bit was offered to me, and I drank all of it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much yeah. what happened. Sorry, Adam. Um, so I was at this wedding recently, and the, I you know owe, how I owe them a pint. That's probably expensive. They they have the cocktail hour. Everybody's up there, and they try to to grab as many beers as they can and put them on their table because they know yeah. that it's going to shut down. Yeah. So I know a guy um, who brought his beer, who brought beer to the wedding because he knew it was going to close, so he just put it on his table. My uh, my wife and her family were doing that for a, <laughs> they were doing that for a while, where yeah. they would have like a cooler and they would put it like in the car or whatever, and they'd have a couple for to bring along. It and is a real go gra- run outside and grab one. It's a real problem. So I was drinking coffee 
when the bar, re- everyone was like, the minute the bar reopened, everybody like shot back over there and like, you know, got their drinks or whatever. And yeah. I was drinking coffee because after dinner, they have a carafe of coffee. Okay. And I was met, my wife was irritated. I was met with scowls from everybody. But don't you think there's a... I took a nice picture. It's on my Instagram. Don't you think there's a dusting of I'm not drinking, I'm a little better than you? No, I wanted coffee. I, I just... don't I think that's why you do it. Oh. I don't know. Maybe, I don't <laughs> know. I can't, I can't tell you why your intention I is. I think you can. But uh, I know it feels that way. Okay. The guy who's like, he, he could drink if he wanted to. He's just choosing not to. Right, that's me. Yeah, but it's like, oh, uh, you guys make bad decisions. You guys, you guys. Uh, Why is that on me though? Why is that put on the person who decides because not to drink? Because as a group, we decided we're going to have fun. <laughs> and one guy goes, "Oh no, no, I'm, I'm keeping my I'm shit locked." I'm having up. fun. No, you're not. My own way. Um, no, that's like imaginary Christmas. Like, oh, I got a hula hoop, and you just pretend. You okay, got stuff. let me ask you: Is it now? Is this acceptable if I am a thoroughbred alcoholic trying to change my ways, and I go, "Hey, I've been." I got my chip. Mm-hmm. Been sober for thirty days. I'm at this wedding. You're not going to slow down for me. But here's the you're going to keep doing your thing. If now you... all of a sudden you're going to make me feel like an idiot. Okay, so if you're <laughs> as or whatever, or if you're a recovering person, chars. I don't know anything. <laughs> so say you're you got your a sobriety. handyman who lives in a what? <laughs> say you got your sobriety. We saw him last week, by the way. Oh, okay, <laughs> it was awesome in public spot. It was great. Um. I have my kids with me and everything. So say you're at a, a a wedding and some guy's got their chip. That's cool that he's not drinking because we know he doesn't think he's better than us. We all actually, <laughs> we know he's way he's worse, worse than everybody. Yeah. So there's no sense of superiority because we're like, oh, you actually, um, yeah, you, but you can't handle it. Your failure of sorts. <laughs> but but what if what if what if the world is waiting for you to get your 30 day chip? Me personally, what do you, well, you, you're I, saying you want me to go I don't the know program? why you keep turning this on yourself. You want me to go on the, the royal you? What I'm asking you is, if I don't have a drinking problem, <laughs> okay. yet I choose not to drink, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Because we, in the royal we, have decided mm. to go to a wedding, and if we're at a wedding, we're all supposed to have the same experience, which means we're all going to get drunk. We, look, okay. And we're going to do that one, hey. li- that one dance that goes, one time, whatever yeah. that. Two hops this time. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah that, that is the electric slide, the cha-cha okay. slide. Um, okay, we all decide we're going to eat. Okay, we all decide <laughs> we're going to dance. Most of us. But if I if I don't opt for the for the family style green beans, I mean, okay, that just means a different drink. Okay, right. We all decide we're going to be happy for the couple, sort of, or at least we're act, we're going to act like it. We all decide we're going to wear <laughs> we're all going to wear suits and whatnot, unless you're me accepting the award. <laughs> Everyone decided we're going to do certain things, and then you want to buck the trend and be like, we're all going to let loose, let our hair down, and have a good time. I'll be over here watching everyone make mistakes. That's you what, know what I it, you're do. Play, you, you're playing it safe, and it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. You're sitting over there on your cloud of judgment just going like, you guys, like, like I'm not going to fully participate in case I might make a mistake. But what if I told I'm you- I'm being brave. But going I out there and getting, I'm getting shitty face hammered because I'm being brave. I'm 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 being me, natural, right? You're hiding, man. You're hiding in a bush of insecurity. But what if we went to a coffee house and you drink and you're like, yeah, I don't, I, I come with you, but I don't drink coffee. I don't get angry at you. I just drink my coffee and I go, yeah, it sucks that you don't drink coffee, dude. You sh-, you know whatever. There's no inherent. Um, uh, loss of inhibition when it comes to coffee. I, I oh, you're drinking the wrong coffee. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, 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 my yeah. my my point is is I went to the coffee I, shop I, with somebody. I, and they had a red eye once and just were bugging out. And yeah. I was like, whoa, maybe next time not a red eye. <laughs> I hear it was, it was I hear funny. everything you're saying, and my point is, if I don't if I don't enjoy drinking, if I don't enjoy being drunk or being intoxicated. Uh, why does it have to ruin everybody? People would rather have me not there for that one <laughs> yeah, reason. Yeah. So what I did was, and I told you I did this at uh, my, my buddy's 40th birthday drunk. party. I took a beer. I gave it to my wife. Mm-hmm. The lady you live with. The lady I live with. Uh, she emptied it into her stomach, and then she handed it back to me, and I carried it because it was a brown bottle. I carried it around all night and made everybody else feel good about themselves. You pulled off a Coyote Ugly. Yes, that's what they do in that movie. They just they would t- they take the shot in the echo. They're doing a chaser right. and they spit it into the bottle. That's exactly what I did. 
That's what you should do. That's a nice thing. And I, and I, but it's like the blind guy who wears sunglasses so everybody else feels comfortable with the fact that he's staring out in, in outer yeah, space. I appreciate that about him, too. I'm going to look at his sober eyes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, well, look, when, when, when everyone parties at a party and they drink, they're slightly, they're taking a little bit of a gamble. They might end up doing something stupid. Well, a guy, but see, you are not taking that gamble, so I've, you're not sharing the um, the risk. There's, right. you, that's that's what it is. Royal you, flush you, every time. You're, you're taking no risk. I don't take the risk because I've done it before and it never taking worked out. Taking no risk over there. It doesn't work and out. When you're for playing me. it safe. You don't make good friends that way. I was at this 40th birthday party that I was at where I was drinking uh, uh, air out of a beer bottle. <laughs> a a new employee at my place of work showed up there and was like. I guess excited to see was like, Oh, you're here felt the need to buy me a beverage and came over and was like, Hey, I, you know, I'd like to treat you to, to a beer or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, no, I'm definitely not, a new employee. I'm not drinking. And, uh, he's like, well, can I do anything for you? And I, I had him grab me water. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which I haven't heard. I haven't heard the end of. You're like, could you get me some lemons for this? And so, uh, he, this person, at least to me, didn't say anything rude or disrespectful or talk shit to me because of this. But I guarantee there was some talk behind my back about it. Like, dude, the Bottom guy couldn't take, take he, he couldn't take a beer from me. You could take it. I'm like, not take, drinking. Why don't you take a drink out of it instead? I of even down? Ubered there. I was even I came in an Uber. So you know, why? My wife was driving separately. I didn't want to have two cars there. She oh, okay. she was coming from work. But okay. If you wouldn't have asked, the story would have sounded better because it would have given people the impression that even though I was trans- being transported in Uber, I still did not drink. Yeah, that's how safe you're playing it. I just I'm don't like to drink. To, I just Uber. don't like to drink. I don't like drinking. I wish I understood like your point of view on it. You know, I, my neighbor the other day bought me a, a this beautiful uh, uh, coffee stout, and he's excited for me to drink it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll drink it, but it's going to be like you know. He was like, ah, you know, you're crack, like, crack, you're crack. Like, like in July, I'll try this. Yeah, thing. I'm sure you know what'll happen. I'll put it in the fridge, and it'll be mysteriously. Yeah. My wife will drink it. She will, like she does all your beer. Yeah, she will. She works hard for. Her I've life. been hiding it in your fridge. I've been hiding mine in the back behind the Corona. It's funny because my daughter told me my seven year old daughter said there's two beers in there that I know the neighbor gave you, and I hid them from mom by turning them backwards so she can't see the label. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you know what? You're. It's a good point though about people not drinking. I don't. I never thought about it that hard, but it's it's the same reason like you don't maybe want, maybe same I'm, reason you don't want your your mom and dad at a party when you're really gonna let loose. It's like well, they're gonna judge me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but okay. Then you have to ask yourself, how loose are you letting yourself go? Can you not control yourself? No, man. That's the not worst. you. I wasn't. I was speaking to the royal. Yeah, you, no. I meant everybody. Clearly, else. you can't I meant control. Everybody else can. Yeah, clearly yeah. you can't. No, I look. I got tons of control. I was talking about everybody else. Right, right, right. About all the other people that do all that. I think stuff. it's a fair and valid question. I ask each and every one of you to take a look around. Next time you're somewhere and you look at that guy or gal drinking coffee instead of alcohol and and. uh I, I just don't. don't, I, don't get, I don't know what to do with them. Is it so hard to have a beer or two? What if I just don't like it? So what? That's a, <laughs> you don't like vegetables. You, eat them. I don't shit. eat those either. I only <laughs> vegetable I eat is corn. What are you seven? I'm t- I still I eat. <laughs> you actually you really don't eat vegetables for real. The only that I eat edamame now. I eat asparagus, but I only eat it if it's grilled. Your I won't eat it you... if it's. I won't eat it if it's um uh, steamed. Boy, or steamed. Yeah, it's too. It's too soft. It's very I won't eat it. Yeah, it's last. I won't eat be. I won't eat green beans. I won't eat would broccoli. You eat a, would you eat a beet? I've never had a one, but beet? probably not. Dude, it's super red. I mean, I've had one on a salad. Like when you, know, you when you go to the bathroom later, you're gonna like seriously wonder like what's wrong <laughs> with you. It's, it's disgusting. Don't eat beets. Okay. I I feel like you're you're old enough to where you should buy it. You should eat vegetables. Okay. Well, I'll work on that. I think you should drink at parties too. <laughs> I like uh, I like when everybody struggles. I went to uh, <laughs> I went to my mom's church. Oh, yeah, the one where they talk in tongues. They didn't this time. I think because they were like, "Hey, it's Easter. Like, there's a couple new people here. Let's not let's not screw this. Let's uh, up let, too let's early. let's not uh, come in with you know hooded sweatshirts and tapered sweatpants. And so we have guests. Oh, I wore uh. Metaphorically speaking. I wore a shirt and tie. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for you. Um, I wore a shirt and tie. I brought brought the fam, brought the kids and everybody. Um, And I was listening to... Is this because your mom asked you to? 100%. Yeah. No, I didn't want to go. I know that, but I'm just saying, like, you're so adamantly against organized religion. I'm against disorganized religion, too. 
fair enough. <laughs> I feel like you still would have just been like, yeah, no, I'm not going to take a hard pass. On the this. only thing that is more important to me than telling people I don't believe in that stuff is making my mom happy on Easter. What? A couple times a year, Christmas, Easter. Only once a year for just, Easter. Yeah, just do what, you know what I mean? Do it, do it. Just do what you're supposed to do. Just just go with your mom to church. Just do it. So I went, wore a shirt, tie, all that stuff. Um, and they have a they have like a you know, they have singers. They have like a band, they have a guy playing piano, they have my mom sings, a couple other people sing. They got somebody playing drums. And it's it's nice, but, but <laughs> I just pictured the one armed drummer from Def Leppard. <laughs> it's the guy playing. You know, like every now and then when like sticks will show up at, at Hammond Fest or whatever. They just like uh, impromptu, yeah, church jam session. I forget what the guy's name is. It's on the tip of my tongue. From Sticks? No, from Def Leppard with the one arm. Everybody knows. Like, Rick. Who are you talking about? Rick. Okay. okay. Uh, no. So they were singing, but I I was glad to see that church bands have the same struggles as real bands it made me happy like i was watching them and i was like i was i was smiling and kind of laughing to myself and my wife was like what's so funny what are you laughing about and I was your like, wife my wife and i was just like i was laughing to myself because the okay one of the, the guy who preaches the preacher he's <laughs> i think they call what do, what do you call the guy who preaches i want to name that guy a, a deacon, pre- a pastor, a preacher, no, a father. A pastor. He's a pastor. The guy with the pointy hat. The guy with the circle They hat. call him a pastor, but his job is not to past. Okay. That's confusing. So he sings as well. Um, So he uses the same mic that he's got <laughs> for the whole thing. He's got auto-tune, like T-Pain. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way to do like a impersonation of T-Pain. But yeah, no, that would be that would be dope. It would be cool. Well, he's an old. Are you ready for this? He's an old white guy, <laughs> of of southern. Well, old uh, black guys don't play with snakes unless you're uh, Sam Jackson, and Black Snake Moon. But or uh, snakes on a plane. Okay, he's all yeah. <laughs> I guess all the time he's dude. got the market cornered on snake playing. Black dudes with with the play with snakes. <laughs> right. Uh, there's only, I guess there's only one person to cast now at this point. Um. So he has a mic. Everyone's singing, and it it was awesome because we've talked before about like when you're in a band with somebody and one guy's too loud or one guy's doing too much, and it's it becomes like a power struggle. Like, okay, dude, you should sing less. I don't want to tell you to sing less, but like, like, hey, you're normally in a backup capacity. You're doing a little much, and so you mm. have to have that awkward conversation with the bass player that goes like, dude, I'm I'm glad that you want to join in, but like, if you can't stick to background vocals, then don't do it at all. Right. Or like. Easy to say for you, the lead singer. I want to sing too. Right, you want to. And it'd right. be nice if it sounded good. When you're in the groove, you're in the groove though, man. You just start feeling it and right. you start singing. You just go with it. But it's like I remember when we recorded our our record. That's different. Right. But there's a lot of like I didn't I didn't do good there wasn't like great I shouldn't say there wasn't great production. Well there just wasn't. But the few times we did have backup vocals and harmonies, which should have been way more, but the few times we did, it was just I remember I went in on another day. You double tracked yourself. I went, yeah, I went in on another day, without anybody else, and I was like, "Hey, let me add some backups." Did they know? Um, I think they did. I don't know. It wasn't like a secret. It was just like, it was like, it was like, "Don't ask, don't tell" policy. Mm -hmm. I was like, "I'll try to make these vocals sound good. Don't ask me how I did it." So, rather than be like, "Hey, do you guys want to do these backups?" I was like, "I'll just do both." You know what I mean? (laughs) It's better. You know, you know, I, I, right. I, I, in my opinion, you I, sound like a, a, a dick, but it's like, hey, there's a reason you're not the singer. Right. I remember I was talking to uh, uh, Hamlin from Lights Over Bridgeport once, and they were playing uh, live, and I was like, hey, man, why don't you have the guys in the background do the, uh, you know, the back, the cool part, the harmony? And he's like, oh, because like, they just can't sing it. Like, right. They can't. They can't. So they don't even try. And right. I was like, well, I do a, a decent version. But let me cut you off real quick. That's interesting. You know, when people go, I really like this band, but live, like, they just they just didn't get it. Like, it wasn't the same, and that's the reason why. Because a lot of times, you'll have a singer go in there, like, triple track or double track for harmony, and nobody yeah. else in the band can sing worth a damn. Yeah. Live, you're not going to hear all that extra stuff to fill, to fill yeah. in, and it just sounds not as full. Like Maynard, you know, uh, Tool and Perfect Circle. They're really good live, of course, but he does, like, three or four... Harmonies on, on mm-hmm. a lot of his stuff. When you see it, it's going to be one for the most part. So there's all those awkward things in the band where you want to tell somebody to back off. It warmed the cockles of my heart to see that church bands have the same issue. The preacher's mic was easily three quarters louder than anyone else's. 
And he didn't care what song. No monitors? He didn't care what, no, no in-ear monitors. He didn't care what key the song was in. He was singing in the key he likes. And the backup singers were singing it in the right key or the key they like. And so he was louder than everybody else. And, And instead of just enjoying it, I was trying to think of a tactful way to tell my mom when she got down from the stage to go like, hey, um, the pastor's a little loud. Like, you guys got to balance that out, and you better start thinking of a good way to approach that now and tell him to... Is she the producer? She's, like, one of the, um, like, backups. She's one of the, uh, the black gospel chicks. (laughs) Really? She's She's just that. She's a a choir singer, like a, uh, a gospel choir singer? Yeah, well, uh, not gospel. I don't... Whatever. What do you call it when it's, like... I consider all church music gospel. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, you know, this is like that old school, like old rugged cross, right. whatever. Um, so she sings. She sings. Another woman sings. Two guys sing on the other side. And it's all it's all wonderful. But the pastor was way louder than everybody else. And like you really couldn't hear the keys. They were quiet. And so the music guy inside of me was just listening to this going like, the chorus is going on way too many times. The pastor's got to come down. And I told her about that, and she was kind of like, yeah, we kind of talked about it before, and we sort of tried to, like, we're not sure the best way. And I was like, there it is. Right. You got the same struggles. I finally found common ground that my mom and I could talk about. I was like, doesn't it suck when, other, when like, you're playing music and you just want to, like, take control and tell the pastor to be quiet? I, th- You know, it was it, awesome. it's good to be in your position and see that flip side of it, but... I think until, like, in all the bands that I ever played in and all the performances, we never had monitors, so I don't even know what that world is like. But, you know, when you see these musicians with the earpieces in and stuff, there's a purpose for that. Yeah. And that is so they could hear the other people in the band and they could modulate and figure out, like, I'm too loud, you're you don't too have to loud. Force, yeah. You don't have to force your volume <laughs> right. to just sing. So those, for anybody who doesn't know, those speakers that are at the front of the stage that are facing the band not facing the crowd is for the band to be able to hear themselves right. Right. so you know you know you know what you're That's doing in lieu of an in-ear monitor yeah so sometimes uh uh otherwise you can get crazy like that so that is funny but and we haven't talked about it in a while but that is is definitely a huge struggle because I, I was one of those people for sure where <laughs> i was like dude i don't want anything to do with singing and there was a couple songs in one of the bands i was in that i sang and um i was like let's put those in the back Let's put those way down on the set list because by the time they come up, I know me and I'll be into it and I'll, it won't be such a big deal because I sing back up on a couple and then by the you know, I warmed up, now I'm into it. And before you know it, I remember that at different times, the singer, like while he's singing a song, like getting closer to me and like, a. yeah, and there's like a, a bridge or something and then he's looking over like, dude, that, you know, give him Shut the- it down, dude. <laughs> like, it's enough. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, and even going back and watching VHS, like the VHS tape, when we're sitting there, he's like, "Yeah," he goes, "This, this is this is great," but this was the point where I was trying to let you know you're a huge <laughs> dickhead and yeah. to shut the, you know, shut the hell up. But you were feeling it; you're in the group. Yeah, there's nothing you could do about it. And looking back on it, I go, "Yeah, you're, yeah, a, you're a peacock. You I wish you would have got with. You got to fly. Strangle with my guitar strap or something." <laughs> so it's funny. So the the preacher guys got his thing is way louder, but it's also like different styles too. You got this like Southern guy singing. Nobody kind of decides like, hey, we're going to sort of do it like this. Right. I think because it's, you know, beggars can't be choosers. It's a small church. Like, hey, do you want to do it? You want to sing? All right. One cool. guy's doing a dubstep remix. The other guy's doing <laughs> right. like One guy some... sounds like T-Pain. <laughs> the other guy sounds like The Weeknd where he just keeps throwing graphic sexual uh, dis- descriptions in there. But but the, the pastor sounded like like Liza Minnelli. He's like, <laughs> like all this vibrato. He's like, the cross. You know what I mean? It's like all this vibrato and, and, and everybody. It's just all over the map, and I was just like, you know what? Like, do you think the best way to do it would be to record it and then post it on the internet? Be like, oh, here's a video, and so they see it, and they're like, wow, that, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't. Well, if there is like a heaven and they're the house band, I'm out. <laughs> other than I, other than my mom, I'm, she's I'm, saying I'll like let an you angel. know. She's singing like an angel. You tell me when you. <laughs> yeah, please, please do. Please let I'll me. I'll send know. you a. I'll, I'll send you a teletype down to wherever you are. <laughs> I sound like I'm just like ragging on the band. I didn't, this isn't a bit where I just make fun of a church band. It was. I like that they have the same struggles. I like that they go, dude. We don't want to tell the pastor he's way too loud and singing like la. But somebody's got to tell him. Could Could you be a church band, but because you're also a fan of music? Be like, hey, you know, we're going to be playing music for our parishioners or whatnot, but we really like 
ska music or dance hall. And so all of our songs relating to God and Jesus or everything are going to be in a, in, in a ska or like you would say reggae sure. tone sure. style. So you go to a, ch- a, I mean, there's a, heavy a metal church Christian here. In, music. Yeah. But I don't know that there's a heavy metal Christian church that everyone goes to. I think that's specific to heavy mm. metal church goers. Yeah. So like if you were at a normal church and all of a sudden you're, you know, we're, all the songs are, are ska. Like the church board decided like, hey, they took a vote. Like we don't have a house band. <laughs> yeah. We want these guys to enter to, we want to lift our voices and praise every week. Uh, we're just going to have to do it. Um, in dubstep now, right? Or, exactly, or whatever. Well, I, it's funny because it's I, all I, going to be like the weekend. They're just going to sexy everything up. I you know think about this church-related. I was at a hospital the other day uh, visiting, and I saw a picture on the wall of what I would I think is the um, what do you call the guy at the hospital, the priest at the hospital, the, priest? You know, the guy that comes by and gives you your last rites. But there's. Uh, uh, Parishioner. That's the person who goes to church. You know what I'm talking about. The guy who is the... Uh, Where they go, hey, Padre, come in and read him his last rites. Yeah, that guy. So there's a picture on the wall of that guy. And, uh, it's a Pope. It was a, it was a drawing, um, like a pencil drawing. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't a painting, but it was a really nice pencil drawing. And I thought to myself, what if you were Father So-and-so or Rabbi So-and-so and someone... Uh, Adorn the walls with a uh, a hand-drawn, beautiful picture of you. And you came by and you saw it after they unveiled it. And it's going to be in the hospital up on the wall to let everybody know. If you see this guy in the hallway, this is, this is the guy. And it was, you, you felt it was awful and ugly. But everybody else was like, no, it's pretty much spot on, man. Like you looked at it and you were like really disturbed at the fact that there was four chins and maybe had like a uh, an eye that was a little bit lower on one side, and you're oh, like, I "Hey, I really appreciate uh, the fact there's a beautiful drawing." And then you you know you, when the when the artist walks away, you try to suggest to people that maybe they could get somebody else to do another take another crack and at it's it. Like in all seriousness, you can go, "Why did you make me so less handsome? <laughs> why did you go with the cho- yeah? Why did you go with the choice with the one eyebrow?" And, uh, yeah. And, then, and then no one agrees. They're all like, no, that's really. They're like, that, I can't believe that's it. That's uncanny. That she, did you realize she was that talented? She you captured your essence. It doesn't just look like you. It looks like your spirit. You just like have a turkey gobbler and, yeah. you know, there's a patch of hair that's always there. He even got your psoriasis. <laughs> right. It's a red patch. <laughs> yeah, eye. yeah. But I always wonder when, you know, when somebody does an artist rendering of somebody for a memorial, like, this is the Monsignor Bill Stevens, uh, you know, hallway dedication, and it's a picture of the guy. What if he's not happy with the picture you made of him? He's not smiling. He's like super serious. Like <laughs> right. now, everyone who ever case, sees that picture it? and thinks that guy could never tell a joke in his life. You know what I mean? I'm like, just wondering, like, dude. how do you get a, how do you get around that? I can't believe that we haven't seen that curb your enthusiasm. I think what you. That's a good no. That's a good point. I think what you do is you get those little um craft googly eyes from the store, and you put googly eyes on them, and you start making a joke out of it. You I make, you make it silly. I have a, a horrible picture of myself uh, adorning adorning the wall at my workplace. Uh, it's not very flattering, and mm. every time I walk Me by too. it, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I got to figure out a way to beg for a retake here. Yeah, and when everyone they, else is like, "That's what you look like." Yeah, but when they do company so photos I know like I've that, like the lighting is—it's always very like stark and like you know what I mean. It's not like super flattering. Yeah, but there's some other ones that are next to mine that are like I—I I think look exactly like the people, and I'm like, "Yeah, not a bad picture." We have a bunch of those too, and I remember like looking at them and going like, "Either I, either everyone I work with is less handsome than I thought, <laughs> or this photographer um, takes good photos, but not necessarily flattering photos. Right. Like they're accurate." But you know what I mean, like the like, Seinfeld episode. What was it? The, the the in the different lighting, the chick was she was good looking, and then uh, under like a a dim lighting, she was horrific looking. So he, he had to take her out on dates where the lighting was right. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was a two face, is what he called her. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that's right. pretty much how I feel about me. Well, that's like with like I can't take selfies. Like they never look good. I just always like I don't. You think... don't know where to hold the camera. Too Dude. high, too low. My wife says, point the chin out. There's a whole mess. I don't think I'm great looking, but I don't think I'm bad looking. I think I'm fine, right? But then when I take a picture of myself with my phone, I just go, oh, my God. (laughs) And I get discouraged. I go, I really thought I was okay. 
Well, you then not. you stick the thumb in the pocket. Everything works out fine. I do. I oh, I never really explained that. I'm not going to do it today. Yeah, but, you did. Oh, did I? Yeah, I think you did. That's the thing that my dad did. And we just do it. Oh too. no, you didn't explain it then. My I dad, you, you were trying to justify that it was completely not posed like that. That yeah, was just everyone, sort of how you. Posed. Then I will explain it. Okay. Yeah. Everyone was like, "That's a weird." So like, you took a picture of yourself just to give some some uh-huh. uh, some background here. Yeah, it was it was you, wearing, wearing our brand new uh, designed uh, shirts, the hey, last batch shirt. we came out with. Yeah, and you posted it on the Hey My Man uh, Friends of the Hey My Man Facebook page. Yeah, and, and I had to, like a th- go ahead. And so your thumb was like it sort of looked like you you were like the, the how you talk about women how they they turn their ass one way and their chest is out and their head oh my ass you, was way out you had it to where it looked like you were like posing like a model like you were attempting to I think that you guys are all off. just uncomfortable with my handsomeness okay and so you got a little flack for it and you well, I got flack for the hand right that's the part that's what I'm saying because my hand was partially in my pocket right. Let me tell you why that's not weird. That is, believe it or not, that is like a trait. If you look at 20 pictures of my dad, he's doing that in 17 of them. We used to make fun of him. My dad was a, he was a cartoonist as well as like a regular artist. He would draw cartoons and he'd always draw their fingers doing weird like Mickey Mouse. Like hands splayed out, two of them bent, two of them straight, whatever. And we would always laugh that he would do that. And even when he would like put his hands on the table, they'd be like all extra and exaggerated. Mm -hmm. And we would always go like, why is he doing that? And, and, I always thought it was because he draws cartoons and stuff so much that he sort of thinks like that and sees things like that. And so that's how he would pose. It looked normal to him. Mm. And w- my brothers do it also. It's this weird genetic hang up. And I'm really going to sell this is an elaborate hoax to just say like, hey, I like sticking weird fingers in my pockets. I bet if you look at a bunch of pictures, I'm doing it often. It's a thing. Like I saw it growing up like where it's like. When you take a picture of yourself, like you can't just stand there with your what do you do with your hands? My sister in law always does the uh what what is this? The the rock the rock with the hand. thumbs out it's with, I love it. But she you. does it back she does the thumb oh. tw- the, the fingers toward the rock hand. Okay. But then she sticks her tongue out. Oh. Yeah, it's like I think it's, it's, it's a sexual it, thing at some point. <laughs> well, no. I, th- not, I don't I mean I think so. But I'm pretty sure. And I would say at least seventy five percent of the pictures that she's in, especially if she has if she's had party. one drink, she's like I'm partying. <laughs> it's always Here's my tongue. My brother in law, her husband, always has the middle finger out. It could be a picture with his his brand new. He's holding his brand new child. He's flipping the camera off. So people don't know. Similar to when women go jogging, they don't know what to do with their arms. I don't know what to do with my hands when I take pictures, and and so I think I stick them. I don't want to stick them all the way in my pockets because that feels weird. So I try to do some pseudo like hair. Mm. I'm casual. Look, there's a thumb. This is normal, right, guys? And the crazy person inside of me goes, I don't want to do with my hands, so you stick some of them. So, long story longer, <laughs> that's not weird for me to do. I wasn't, it wasn't, Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't a, oh, I learned, Planned some, a... learned this new vocabulary word last week, and I really wanted to use it. I can't <laughs> remember it. Dang it. It wasn't uh, an affectation to look cool, right? Mm. Um. It's what maybe it is, but it's what I always do. Like it's not out of the ordinary for me to do it. So that's why I was. That's why I pushed back a little bit because otherwise, I, dude, I do stupid stuff all the time. I don't, I don't mind admitting when I do some stupid. But I was like, no, you guys don't understand. I do that all the time. They're like, sure, model boy with your finger and your thumb. I'm like, no, I literally when there's no camera, that's what I do with my thumb. I did, or I put it somewhere worse. I did something. I guess I consider amazingly stupid, and um, this just this is specific to the the. the time and place in in the world where we're at the other day i uh in the morning before i left for work i grabbed a handful of salted peanuts and out of our out of a, the peanut jar and i took them down ate them chomped them up and my daughter goes "Ooh, i want some peanuts i'm gonna grab some and put them in my lunch i was like hey, whatever so she was gonna go grab a little ziploc baggie and put them in her lunch i went upstairs got ready for work my wife came downstairs grabbed my daughter they went out to the bus and she left and I got some more peanuts while I was talking to my wife. And I said, and she goes, are you eating peanuts in the morning? And I'm like, yeah. I go, it's funny because our daughter, she, who's seven, I, she saw me eating peanuts and wanted to eat peanuts. And my wife goes, and I go, oh, she grabbed a baggie and put them, added them to her lunch. And she goes, she can't do that. Well, uh, why not? Yeah. She goes, you can't, it's a peanut free school. You can't take peanuts to school. I'm so I'm like, I don't know what to do. So. My wife said, "You better call the school." How much panic! So I call. I dude, you know me. I, I I called the school. I'm like, listen, I don't want to freak anybody out. I don't want to freak out my daughter, dude, but my daughter's gonna be getting. Gonna fr- off. I gave the bus number, my daughter's classroom. I was like, please. 
Are you serious? There's right no now? intention. I swear. I said she. There was. You're feeding I, into I totally, the pussification here. Well, I regardless of feeding into it, I didn't want to be the. I didn't want my my daughter to be a peanut terrorist. You know what I mean? Like she's she's walking to the school with a book bag that could potentially kill. Oh my! Children. God. I would think with your mindset that you would give her peanuts and be like, "Hey, go shove these in the mouth of those kids that are stupid." Like. I later said that, you know, knowing you, you like, I came up with an idea for a wrestler. You, remember, you, go, you remember adorable Adrian Adonis who used to spray like the, uh, like perfume on, on people. Like yeah. it was his wrestling move. Like yeah. he would spray you in the eyes with perfume. I said, there should be like a, like the, like the peanut who just blows peanut dust on people. Yeah. You know, for, for, for our, for this era, chews them up and spits them on everybody. Right. People just die. They, they don't, they don't fall down and go, Oh my God, there's peanuts. In my eye. They die. They here's, literally just here's, die. Here's where we split paths on this. I would be like, oh, crap, she brought peanuts. Like, that sucks. You're not supposed to do that. Uh, make sure we don't do that. Tomorrow, let's not do that again. I, I wouldn't call the school. I, I wouldn't like, want well, her to get in trouble. There's because a I... peanut in the air. Everyone could <laughs> do. Come on. You you called like it was a bomb threat. I did. And uh, they said, well, they actually have a separate cafeteria section for the uh, the kids that have food allergies. So she won't even Dude. be in, in, anywhere like, near them. Like and my kid there's can't no eat food allergies. But it's not. I mean. What if he did? I don't know, dude. I mean, <laughs> you haven't you haven't tested the theory. I did it? once. I, when I was like, when he was really little, I gave him some trail mix. I wasn't thinking. I gave him some like cocktail nuts, and he got really sick. But well, uh, there you go. Okay, but so would you be pissed? People grow if, out of this. Would stuff, you be dude. pissed if your kid got sick because my kid brought peanuts? I not no. After being told not to, no, because it's going to happen. There's going to be. You can't piss. have peanuts on a plane. You know yeah, that, right? Yeah, you can. No, you cannot. What? There's peanut. It'll tell you there's a peanut-free flight. You cannot have it because of the recirculated air. Pretty sure they've given me peanuts on a plane. They no. don't do that anymore. When's the last time you were on a plane? 1984? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to Tampa last year. Okay. Well, they didn't give you peanuts, buddy. Yeah. They definitely didn't. They gave you probably trail mix with no peanuts in it. Yeah. Yeah. They give me those. Um, I really like those. What? Cheese sandwiches. Like with you're, the, like you're uh, in jail. The the peanut the little peanut butter the orange cracker with the peanut butter in the middle. Like you're j- it's so funny. Like I was watching um last week tonight with John Oliver and they're talking about lethal injection and how bad it gets screwed up and how imprecise it is and how much longer it takes than it should or whatever. And then I'm like, I mean, just give him some peanuts or whatever. <laughs> we gave my dog a lethal injection and the lady put when she decided to put make the juice. She didn't do the calculation correctly, so I thought he Making died. The juice. I thought he died in my lap, and I was like, "Ah, that was rough." That was All right, well, that's it then. And he, st- he stood <laughs> back up, and he's like, "Hey, what the? <laughs> f- what's going on here?" And then she hit him again. I was like, "Hit him again! Yeah. <laughs> hit him again!" Shocked the son of a bitch. No, it was like when they opened the trunk in Goodfellas. I just started shiv- I started stabbing at him. They don't really get it wrong with with dogs a lot, right? They did with this one, but. Okay, but not a ton of pain. He was just like, hey, what's going on? And they gave him another one. I, well, I, I, well, I didn't a, ask him. I said, hey, look at this chart. From yeah. neck, from from frowny face to smiley face, where would you put yourself? Distraught emoji is on the far <laughs> he's like, left. He's like, I'm feeling a four right now. Mm. Oh, no, know. wait. Hold on. It's a two. Let me know when you get to dead. Now I'm dead. <laughs> well, I'm just like, it's funny that all that time and effort goes into like getting it right with lethal injections. But it's like, just ask the vet what they're doing and do that. Or you can do my method, which we hadn't tried out, but just hit him in the head with a cinder block. Yeah. Yeah, like it was a deer? It was a couple episodes ago, I talked to you about deer hunting with a cinder block. Well. It was a great a theory I have not tested yet. I don't even, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to even say where I fall in capital punishment because nobody cares and it doesn't matter. But I would say where, where if you chose to make capital punishment, like it's, we know how to kill people. It's not hard. Yeah. Well, you just put them in a meat grinder. They're just—they're not gonna not—they're not gonna survive. That. You're telling me if I throw you in a wood chipper? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's just zero chance of you yeah. surviving. Oh, it's as it's, long as I guess if it, the blades are sharp, there's gas in it. Semi sharp. Like, fine. could you imagine it just dies out when you're halfway through? Yeah, up to the knee. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well. I mean, you don't have to worry about, oh, the guy administering this chemical is not a trained professional. He's not a doctor. He doesn't have to be. He's just a wood chipper. Right. Like, Carl could do it. My yeah. bu- my buddy Carl. The guy who's in Columbia right now. Just Couldn't you just like, push somebody off a skyscraper every time? They're definitely going to die. Every time? Every time. Um, Without a doubt. Probably have a heart attack before they even hit the bottom. Yeah, 
I feel like even if you just went to the middle ocean, and just threw them off, right? You just said, figure, they're not gonna figure it out. Something will get them. Figure it out. You could put like one of those electronic monitors on their ankles. Like mm. once that stops, you know. Or, or once, once you realize they've figured out a way to get close enough to land, you just fly over and have a jet. <laughs> then you <laughs> drop the cinder block on them. <laughs> yeah, they, just drop, <laughs> you the drop it on their head. On their head. Yeah, I'm mean, like uh, Game of Thrones. They they figure out ways to kill people all the time. Just one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like bring the guillotine back, but it seemed to be the issue was like we keep screwing it up. We can't do it right. And it's like, well, then we're overthinking this. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's definitely uh again drop a person out of an airplane without a parachute. It seems barbaric. I just got to get the job done though. I'm it's pretty not barbaric. I pretty mean, it's violent. Positive. It's violent, yeah. but it's not. I also like the idea of just putting somebody on an iceberg and sending them off to sea. That way it's, it works out for everybody. We don't have to see them die. Let's assume they die. If they show up in Argentina with a mustache on and... Then, then they then earned they, it. Yeah, exactly. They earned it. <laughs> exactly. If you can survive that, then you win. Yes. Like you, that's like, um, you know, God says he wants you here longer. Without a doubt. God does not want me here longer. I have to go to bed. That's episode 215 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you next time later. Killers and a hundred dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings? Feelings. Check it out now.
some get shot, locked down, and turn guns. Cowardly hearts and straight up shook one, shook one. He ain't a crook, son. He just a shook one.